Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey, yep. ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Frankie Picasso, and we're going to talk today about the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is something that's been around, I think, a long time. I'm not really sure, but I'm really excited to learn how I can attract what I want to me. Frankie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. It's great to be here again. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's always fun to be with you. Well, it is. And, you know, we know so many things, but we know so many different things. I mean, Frankie, you and I have been friends a long time, but I don't really know that much about law of attraction and how it works. Okay. Well, it's a simple law, and it states that what you give your attention, energy, and focus to, good or bad, is what you attract to yourself. Now, that's a universal law. And so it's very simple to test. You, I could tell you, Sandra, for um, the next hour, I just want you to look for, you know, think about the, the color red. And you will start to see red everywhere. Why? Is there more red in your, in your universe? No. But, you know, you're going to be attracting, you know, this color and, and looking for it and seeing it more. You're more aware of it right? And, and that's kind of what the law is. So what you give your energy, attention and focus to. So a lot of people, you know, think about their lives and, and they're going, well, what I want in my life isn't showing up, or um, I'm not getting the paycheck I want, or I'm not getting um, the relationship I want. So why is that happening? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, the reason that that is happening is because they've been giving their energy, attention and focus to something that they didn't want. To happen instead of something that they did want and most people don't have clarity so if you ask people what do you want from life sandra you'll say well it's funny you say that because i can tell you what i don't want right everyone can tell you what they don't want but very few people can tell you what they do want so in order to give your energy intention and focus to the things that you do want we do an exercise where we reverse what you don't want in a positive language so let's give me one thing that you don't want I don't want to be alone the rest of my life. Okay. So if you don't want to be alone for the rest of your life, what do you want? I want somebody in my life that makes my life more fun and enjoyable and, and helps me. There you go. So you would write that down and you would give your energy, attention and focus to somebody attracting somebody into your life that makes you happy, uh, that you can spend time with and that you enjoy doing so. So do you and have you to get more really... specific about it. Okay, so so do yeah. I need to like give this guy a hair color and give him an eye color or like how if specific? If it's important to you, if that's important to you. But I, I would give you, here's a cautionary um, tale. When we're young, it seems very important. You know, looks are very, very important. And it's always important to feel attracted to 
your, your mate. But I found in later years that what makes a good relationship is how I feel in that relationship, not what that person looks like in that relationship. Because you can have a really good looking guy. It doesn't make you feel good. You know, so what do I want to feel? Well, I want to feel loved. I want to feel that. I want to know that. Right. I want to I want affection. I want uh, to, to laugh. And I, I, I want to, you know, even if it's in bed, you know, you want to things should be fun and funny. And, and so those are those are the feelings I want in a relationship. So that's what I want to attract. Not so, just that he's six feet tall and got blonde hair. I want to attract somebody who's going to let me know that communicates how much he loves me and the way that I feel, the way that I hear it or feel it or, you know, you get the idea. So like if I put a wish list together or a manifestation or I don't even know what the word is. Yeah, manifest. Yeah. Okay, manifest together that I want somebody in my life that I'm looking forward to see when I wake up in the morning or I think yes. about them before I go to bed at night. Like those are the hallmarks of the relationships parts that I really liked in, in my past relationships. So do you like look at what you really liked in the past and like, yes. And improve make upon a list? It. so not just what you want, but you want them to also want to wake up with you in bed in the morning. So it's not because you want them to have the same feelings as you, right? Yeah. I never really yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah. So, you know, you, you want someone who's going to be as happy and excited to see you as you are them. Oh, I like that one. That one I'm going to write down. I want to take a moment to talk to you about That's It Fruit Bars. These are these super awesome fruit bars. And although you might think I'm just promoting them for my show, the truth is I bought That's It Bars long before they came to Powered Up Talk Radio. Why? Because they're made with fruit and fruit. That's it, just fruit and fruit. No fat, no preservatives, no added sugar, they're non-GMO, and they're gluten-free. Best of all, they're all natural, kosher, vegan, raw food friendly. See, I don't like to plug my kids full of junk, and I don't want to put any of that in my body either. I keep these bars in my minivans when the kids want a sweet treat or a snack, like before or after a baseball game, during soccer breaks. And you know, with four grams of fiber per serving, that helps us all do what we need to do. I eat them, and I give them to my kids, and I also give them to my age. 83-year-old dad. See, I take care of him, and he's a full-blown diabetic on a restricted diet, and I need to know what's in there when I feed him anything. Now, you can find out more and get some for yourself at www.thatsitfruit.com and enter in promo code POWEREDUP, like Powered Up Talk Radio, and you can get 10% off any order today. If you care about your body and your kids and your family, and you want a product that enhances a healthy lifestyle, that's it is it. It's one of those treats you can feel good about. We use them for on the way to school breakfast, taking the edge off between after school and after school sports. And you know what? You can get these guys at Whole Foods. You can get them at Starbucks. You can get them at CVS. So you can pick them up when you need them. Or if you're like me, a busy mom with a bunch of hungry kids in a minivan, head to that'sitfruit.com and load up on a bulk box. Again, that's it, fruit.com. Enter promo code powered up and get 10% off a bulk order. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Frankie, so we were talking about coming up with like a list and we're talking right now about manifesting somebody yep. in our lives as a, a partner or a mate. And I love what you said about 
how you feel with that person because you're right it doesn't really matter because it's funny frankie and and when i look at the guys i've dated over the years like some of them are rocking smashing good looking but i always felt invisible with them or they're super successful navy seal yeah 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 big tall great guy um but again i often felt overshadowed and that i was just kind of there like the sidekick and in my new uh, newly single life. I want to be a partner to somebody. I want to feel part of that. Would that be something I'd put in my manifestation? Yes. And you would put in your manifestation that they love your kids, that you want to feel like an equal partner to them. You want to feel like, um, you know, that you matter to them, that you want. So it, it's all about, you know, what are the things that are really important in a, in a relationship for you? Is communication important? Do you like to talk to them? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Is independence important to you? Do you want somebody who's independent and not clean? Yes. Okay. So that's something that you would put in. Do you want someone who shares the same, um, likes as you or can they have their own? Yeah, they can have their own. I mean, that makes it interesting, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'd like them to like, like the things I like to do. You know, I'm very active. I'm very physical. So you want someone who likes to be physical and outdoors. Yes. You like, do you like someone who is interested, like his family matter to them? Yes. Okay. So these are, you're starting to see the list grow. You're starting to see that you can really, you know, uh, get, get picky if you want to use that word or get, or get critical about who it is that you want to have in your life. Because a lot of times we're like eight out of 10 or nine out of 10. We just haven't got that 10 yet. So what would make that person a 10 for you? you know, and, and really get specific about your needs. Like we don't always think about what we want and we need. We just want, you know, but think about, you know, how you want to feel. How do you want to feel? You want to feel like I'm the most important person in your life. Well, and that's the one thing that I've, I'm just going to jump in here and talk about, you know, these vision boards. You know, I went to a class once and they had us make a vision board. And, you know, my vision board was very close to what my life is like now. You know, I have a golden retriever. I have two mm-hmm. kids. I've got my nice house. I've got a pool. I've got the things, you know, I've got the toys and things that I like. And it's funny because the man in the picture was always this little guy over in the corner, like very ill-defined. He was almost like a shadow on the beach playing with the two. Right. Kids of the woman. And I think one of the things is when I put down like the lifestyle I want, I could really articulate that. You know, I, I knew what I wanted from, from a physical standpoint, dogs, kids, cars, you know, houses, that type of thing. And what I wanted to look like, you know, and I worked really hard to, to achieve what I look like. Um, but why do we have such a hard time, especially as women identifying what we want in a partner? I'm not the only one who struggles with this. I can't believe no, I am. No, you're not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you what I wrote down. This was my manifestation list for the guy I wanted. And it, it, you know, it's changed over time. But I go weak in the knees looking at you. I thank God every day, every day for finding you. We laugh till our sides hurt, make love till our bodies ache, speak an unspoken language with just a glance, never have to withhold or be dishonest because we can always speak the truth. Loyalty and trust are a given. Respect is mutual and no one's keeping score. Now, those were the things that were important to me. So that's how I wanted to feel in a relationship. Had nothing to do. There's nothing in there about what he looks like. But you see, when those attributes walk in the door, it's like, yeah, that's what I want. Because you know what? A lot of times looks don't matter if you're getting everything else fulfilled. And, and, you know, sometimes when you know somebody a little bit or you've seen them a few times, become better looking. 
You've or had that the happen. Negative happens. Like yeah, I've been some with some really, really fantastic looking and achieving men, but then like as towards the tail end of the relationship that was it was ending, I would look at them and go, Oh my gosh, you're like looking in the mirror all the time or oh my gosh, how many times did you yeah. get a haircut this month? And oh my gosh, you care more about your seat of your car and your shine on your shoes than me and the kids. Right. Um, and so and, there's your yeah. clue. Right. There's your clue. So you want somebody who's going to put their attention and focus on you and the kids that, you know, yes, be neat and tidy. Yes. Dress, you know, appropriately. But really, you know, their spare time is spent on you not going to the uh, the barbershop every every day or. Oh, my gosh. You know. Or the salon. You know, he had yeah. fingernails than I did. That was the thing. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who's prettier than me. Uh, this is Sandra <laughs> yeah. Beck and Powered Up Talk Radio. And we'll be back after the break with more manifestation tips from Frankie Picasso. And we're going to talk about manifesting many things, not just a man or a woman in our life. But how about a career? How about a lifestyle? How about finances? We'll be back after the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? what would you do during an uncover your hidden genius session you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose passion and fulfillment of your potential you'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits sessions can be done over the phone skype or in person find out more at www.joycebufordempowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747 the gabberlunzi bear caught rummaging through a refrigerator in an apartment in colorado the tenant heard noises coming from the kitchen and saw a bear with his head in the fridge looking for anything it could eat what's a word for food that's unfit for human consumption ma wallop the tenant locked himself in his bedroom and called for help what's a word for the fear of bears ursophobia We have lots of bears near our Colorado cabin, and we have been told that pepper spray will keep them away. But the idea that it would keep a 500-pound grizzly bear from attacking seems ridiculous to me. I think I'll try the pepper spray on myself and hope the bear doesn't like spicy foods. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. 
Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck of Powered Up Talk Radio, and uh, Linda Franklin has the day off, and we're visiting today with Frankie Picasso, and we're talking about the law of attraction, and what was really cool, uh, Frankie, that I learned a lot from, and I actually wrote down your manifestation list, like your manifestation list, Um, you know, weak in the knees, laugh to your sides hurt, like you painted a picture of what it felt like, but also what it looked like, like I could see you guys rolling around in bed, I could see you guys laughing on the couch watching some TV or sitting on the beach, just watching him walk over and go weak in the knees, which just fired up something in me, like something kindled um, that's been dead for a long time after, you know, such a disastrous marriage and and some, you know, just really wacky post-divorce dating experiences. Um, But can this, this law of attraction, how does it work with a career. Like I'm at a I'm at a cross point in my life right now. I mm-hmm. have enough money, thankfully, knock on wood, to hold me over for a while. So I can can relax my crazy pace to really mm-hmm. think about how do I want to spend the second half of my life? Because I recently turned 50. So that's kind of a big milestone. Mm-hmm. And I've achieved a lot. You know, I've I've been on radio television and I've I've written books. I've educated myself with two degrees and and lots of different certificates. I have two children and I had a, even though it ended in divorce, frankly, I'm going to call it a successful 10 year marriage, even though it Mm -hmm. ended because a lot of success came out for it. So now looking at the second half of my life, I don't know what to manifest um, because I don't know what the second half, half of my life is going to look like other than having a partner, you know, that we kind of identified sure. in the first half, but I don't know where to go from there. Like I do have a childhood dream of going back to writing romance novels that I love to do when I was in my teens and twenties. Um, okay. so that kind of, you know, swirls around in there, but beyond that, I, I don't have a good picture of what the future should bring. So how do you manifest when you don't know what you want? Well, you can't. You oh. have to have clarity. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know that we were going to do coaching on another show, but if you yeah, want, we'll we could we could too. do a little bit here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I know that you've been extremely busy. You know, you've played both parents. You're, you know, you look after your dad. You've got two kids. You run them. You're the chauffeur. You're the bank machine. You're everything. You're the maid. You're, you're all of it. And so hitting 50, like as you look towards the next, next decade, do you want to be as busy? No. Okay. So let's put that on the left side for a moment. I don't want to be as busy. Okay. Um, and if you don't want to be as busy, where don't you want to be as busy? I don't want to have to work so many hours. Okay. How many hours do you think you'd like to work? You know, I'd be happy with 20 hours a week. I'd be happy with 40 hours a week, but I don't want to do the 60, 80s anymore. Okay. So let's just go, you know, 20 to 40 hours a week. If I was going to break that down, those 20 to 40 hours, if you do you want to be a romance writer again? I think so. I really okay. enjoy the writing process. I enjoy the solitude and I enjoy, you know, it kind of feeds right into my whole type A control personality because I get to mm-hmm. control my characters. Sure. Okay. So how many hours a week do you think that you would like to put towards being, being a writer? I could put 10, you know, 10 or 15. Okay. And would you join a romance writers group? No, I did that. Okay. I've done that. Okay. So let's put our 10 hours over there. Okay. How important is it to you to do something exciting? 
Uh, I've had a lot of excitement in the last two decades, so I'm okay not to have a lot of excitement right now. Okay, but I just heard you say, no, I've done that. And your voice went down and it dragged. I've already done that. So do you want to do something the same again? Or do you want to do something new and different? A little bit new and different. Okay. So what would be new and different for you? I mean, from writing standpoint or from excitement standpoint? No, forget the writing's done. We've got writing over here in the corner now. Oh, okay, so put that what, up. What, what else can Sandra do? Well, I'm getting exciting. a lot more fit. My commitment to myself for my 50th birthday was to really get myself back in better shape. And I did hire a trainer that I have okay. every Sunday night. So, and it, it was not from a complete vanity standpoint. Like I wanted to be able to hike and keep up with the younger people. I want to be sure. able to water ski and sail and do the things I love without like huffing and puffing or even worse after I ran that, that 10 K like I had to roll over on my side and like crawl out of bed. I was so sore. Okay. So you want to put how many hours a week into fitness? Three, four, five? Oh, no, I put, I'll, I'll put five. I could put an okay. easy five, maybe seven. Okay. All right. So so we've got 17 hours out of the 20 okay. filled. Um, you probably, I, I know that you need to engage your brain. I know you do. Yeah. So where would you like to put that? Uh, I, I, that can stay with the reading and radio and reading and radio. I could do 10 hours a week. Okay. And you got to have time to date. Oh yeah. That's why I don't yeah. have time to date. I'm like, everything's <laughs> all filled up. Yeah. That's just that. Like, that was like, nah. like that, just, <laughs> that, you know, like my mojo was going like five hours a week working out. I could do that. You know, 10 to 15 yeah. hours a week. I could do that writing like, you know, 10 hours reading, talking radio. Okay. I could do that. And then you're like dating. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah. So you gotta, you gotta fill that time. You gotta, you gotta date. You gotta have time to date. Um, you know, time to go to the hairdresser, maybe get your nails done, do something that you haven't been able to do for a long time. Get a petty, you know, just, just, you know, spa time or good time for you. All right. She says grudgingly, are you going to make me, me clean time. out part of my closet to make room for this man? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I mean, whenever you clean out your closet, it always attracts really great stuff because, you know, you're getting rid of the old and bringing in the new. You're allowing the universe to bring in new things. So that's a good thing. And there's probably a whole bunch of people that could use all your old stuff anyway. That's true. That's true. Okay. I can do that. Okay. So I know that you recently started to paint. Is that something you'd like to keep up? Um, not so much. I okay. find I have, a, you know, I really like it. I think it. you're actually really good at it. Well, I, I really get excited for about an hour and a half and then I just poop out. And I thought it was just because I was tired the first time, uh -huh. but I don't, it got to the point in the painting class where I was bored. It was exciting to start it. Okay. But I don't, I didn't feel compelled to finish it. And, you know, that's why I painted the alien uh -huh. and the alien ships on this, uh -huh. you know, um, yeah, because I paint for two hours, but oh. I'm always compelled to finish because yeah. I, I rush it because I want I want to see the finished product and I hate the middle. I like the beginning, hate the middle. Um, and then I love the end. Oh. And so that's natural, I think. There's people who have like a shitload of patience. Oops. And <laughs> <laughs> and and, you know, we'll just like paint over the same area over and over and over. Well, but, that's at my table. Yeah, I, could I can't see, do that. I could see the other women there and one guy and this one guy was like he was really good, Frankie. And he was just everything he came out of his brush was just magic. And then there was like the two frustrated women. And then there were two women who really just they got so into that middle 
Like yeah. I was excited to start. I was excited to, and then I was done. Like after yeah. a point I was done. I'm like, okay, I'm bored now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's your personality, right? Yeah. And that's just your personality. So that's, and that's mine too. I, 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 I usually finish a painting within four to six hours, like a total, like a whole painting, oh gosh, right? So like Henry Ford, the production line of painters. Yeah. Like, but that's because I like to see the end. I like to see the finished product. It's more exciting for me. Right. Okay. Um, so, but I think everybody has their own, you know, paint personality, let's say. So I, I think it's good for you and I think you're good at it. And I think you should keep trying it because it's good to do new things and, and force yourself to get a little bit better. But if that's not for you, you know, there's going to be something else that's for you. If it's water skiing or whatever. Right. Yeah. The painting um, didn't blow my skirt up. It was fun, yeah. but it didn't blow my skirt up. Okay. But there's going to be something else that could be fun and interesting to do maybe maybe not maybe there's something you know but it's good for you to have something that you do for you um well, how many hours are you at uh i'm at let's see so can i how many hours do i need to give myself to date like five like that means like two yeah. hours and three for a day well a couple a couple of weekends and, and an evening coffee or something okay yeah i could do that okay so we're at like we're at about 25 hours right there okay and and if you were going to introduce something new into the work arena or take a class or something that you'd like to learn that you've always wanted to, to learn, but didn't like your Spanish or something. Yeah. Well, I have my, I did sign up for this great courses plus, and they have all these college courses. So I kind of do those at night in lieu of watching TV. Um, okay. So it's you know, those college classes are like my entertainment TV. So I feel like I'm learning by osmosis, but that one I okay. have in place and I do enjoy that. Okay. And, and so that that's instead of TV at night, but that's still probably 10 hours a week. Oh, no. Like maybe maybe four. I don't watch okay. other TV because I'm on the screen all day for work. Yeah. So yeah. it's not relaxing to to for me to um, sometimes just face down in the pool with no noise and not hearing the kids is like <laughs> my relaxation. Yeah, I get that. Okay. So you're at now, you know, your, your work-life balance, um, you, the things that you need to manifest are... It's more like you're going to give up a few things and then you're going to add a few things and restructure your, your, um, work-life balance, right? So you're going to go from your 80 hours down to 30, 35, yeah, maybe to scale down to like, yeah, to under, ideally under 40, like for all of that, like that would be, that would be great for me. And then, so the manifesting part then would be to like manifest sponsors for the radio show or mm -hmm. manifest, uh, contracts for the books, things like that. Mm -hmm. That's what I would manifest on. Well, that, um, and, and that people are going to let you go. They're just going to give you that time. You know, you're going to manifest that you're going to spend time writing and you're going to be giving up something else in lieu of that time. Oh, right. You got to give up something to get time because you got too much time. You're, you know, you're, you're utilizing too much time at 60, 80 hours a week. There's things that you need to give up. So what do you need to give up? Right. Like the, 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 the cooking, the cleaning, the, the, well, in the hierarchy of, of what you're bringing on versus what you do now, you, you're going to have to make a list and go from one to 10. What's the most important thing that I want in my life still. Okay. So the number one thing that you still want to have in your life is, uh, fitness or add to your life is fitness. Okay. So we said your fitness was five hours a week or yeah. seven hours a week. Okay. So that's number one. And then go down. Number two, what's the second most important thing I need to have in my life? Well, it would probably be the reading radio because that's how I make my living. Sure. And then the third and downward. So 
you're going to be giving up things though. What are you going to bring up clients? Well, I think I'm going to, well, I, you know, this might sound terrible and I, we need to go to commercial break. Actually, I'm going to talk about that when we get back from break. Okay. We'll be back after the break. Franklin, after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. Every- In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. have a lot of spizzerinctum or the will to win, and you have a strong desire to be a part of your favorite sports team, the National Hockey League might be for you. Did you know that if both goalies on an NHL hockey team are injured, anyone at the game is eligible to step in and play the part? Teams have resorted to using their coaches, team owners, and even their web designers to fill in for injured goalies. It's as simple as slipping into your breezers or hockey pants. The original hockey puck was made out of frozen cow dung. The fastest puck shot on record was clocked at 114 miles per hour. And I'd like to take this opportunity to send out a special thanks to the men and women of our armed forces serving our country around the world. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Frankie Picasso, and this is our Law of Attraction slash Sandra's free coaching session with Frankie Picasso. But I think this is so important, Frankie, because, you know, I've read books on Law of Attraction. I've, I've watched videos on manifesting. But I didn't get it as completely as I'm understanding it now working with you. And this is why people work with a, with a life coach or somebody that can really help them manifest. Because I was so stressed out not being able to manifest what I want for my future because I wasn't clear. I couldn't get clear because I didn't know what I wanted. But the funny thing was, I really do. Yeah. And, you know, the universe can't bring you what it doesn't know you want. So it's just going to bring you you know, a jumble of things that because you haven't, you haven't, you don't have clarity. So, you know, if we look at our con, what we're consciously creating or consciously manifesting versus what we're sub unconsciously manifesting, um, whatever's going on in your, in your subconscious that you don't really know about because you're not paying any attention to it. That's what, that's what you're bringing. Okay. So now you're going to go from unconscious to consciously being a creator of your life. 
And that's huge. I I hear that term all the time, consciously creating. And I, I didn't know what that means. Cause like, how do you create unconsciously? Well, because you know, okay, here, here's a really good example. People who have a job and they never get ahead at work. Right. And they go, how come I get, keep getting passed over for that raise or how come I keep, you know, I didn't get that job. Well, in our subconscious, our beliefs, there's a belief system that we live with that we're not always conscious of. And that belief system could say that I don't like people who make a lot of money or I don't like people who, you know, get ahead. Or if I get ahead, people are not going to like me anymore. Well, I don't want the pressure. Like that's what I yeah. found in myself. Like when I was kind of flatlining in one of my career lits, um, I had to sit down and go, okay, what's really going on here? And the fact is yeah. I wanted more money. I wanted more prestige. I wanted more challenge, but I didn't want more pressure. There you go. So your underlying in coaching terms, underlying automatic commitment was no pressure. So you stopped or sabotaged yourself from getting certain things in order to keep the pressure off of you. So once you recognize that consciously, then you can take steps to, you know, optimize that in in a way that's good for you. But you have to you have to get it. So look at your belief system in your subconscious. Your subconscious is a sponge. It only it, it you know it has no morality. It doesn't care if it's right or wrong. All it knows is what you put in. It's just you know it's a bank. You're depositing. You're depositing beliefs. Now, you can take those beliefs out and change them if you want to be conscious about it. But right now, you have your most people are unconscious about their belief system. For instance, you know, I always say, um, you know, are, people go, oh, I'm so afraid of spiders. Are you really afraid of spiders? Or, you know, did your mom and your grandma and everybody in your family afraid of spiders? And so they told you that you were too. Did you ever stop and look at them and go, you know what? They don't really scare me that much. Or are you really afraid of spiders, right? Hmm. Like you have to challenge your belief system to know, is it true for me or not? Because things get, you know, our parents, our teachers, people important in our in our life, they input. They input things right or wrong into our subconscious. We think that that's what we believe, but we never challenge those beliefs. When you start to challenge them, the things that you believe, that's when you, you know, begin to recognize yes or no, I do believe that, or I don't believe that, or I don't want to believe that. So I'm going to change it. And, so I, those, and I have so every right challenging to challenging is really examining. Yeah. It's, it's like examining, examples. do I really believe this or is it just a habit or is it just something that I never thought about? Like exactly. that's, that's the challenging because challenging sounds so funny. It's like a kickboxing. I'm like, I'm going to challenge you to a kick match, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's really just examining your beliefs and going, is this really me? So one thing, you know, especially at 50, um, in my book, Midlife Mojo, I talk about, um, t- making an examination of your life. For instance, would I still live in the same house? Would I have the same friends? Would I drive the same car? Would I do the same job? Would I, would I, would I, right? And you go through that whole list of, of your life and see wh- what would you change given, you know, you can. Because people think, oh, I can't. But you can. You can do whatever you want. There's no rules. So you can change your life. So given that free reign, you know, what would you do? 
Well, that's the cool thing about, you know, being divorced and, you know, having my kids like, you know, they're on the upper end of parenting. Like I can see a yeah. younger one turn 10. Like what a relief. I mean, I'm relieved so much of the, the really heavy day to day child raising. I mean, it's still tough, but I don't yeah. have, it's not like chasing a toddler around. I chase How old is Max around. now? He's 13. And Zach, okay. So three 10. more years, he'll be driving. Yes. So he'll, you know, that, that's something to look forward to. And he'll be doing a lot of the chores that you, that you now still have to do. Well, he's so, he's, he's clean yeah. and cool, and they're they're helping a lot. But I've noticed a big, and I don't know if it was me who changed, or they who they who changed, or we all changed together. But I'm finding like like we do this Saturday morning cleanup, and Max will do two hours, and Zachy will do an hour, and I'll do two hours, and we're done for two weeks. Like nice. that would be something I'd have to build in an hour a day, and I still have to clean the kitchen every day because between yeah. the three dogs and the two boys, it's like a slop house in there. Um, but they're good at keeping their own bathrooms clean. They're good at bringing the laundry down and I can throw it in, in between stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are improving. And part of it was that I didn't feel so guilty anymore, Frankie, about divorcing their father. Cause I yeah. really think that was a big thing for me. So I was overcompensating on so much because I felt guilty. Yeah. And you know, it's really important that you're allowing them to do that because even my kids, like they were doing laundry and stuff at 12 and they said to me at, you know, at 25, they go, Oh my God, my, you wouldn't believe my friends don't even know how to do laundry. Like I go, what? So allowing them that independence makes them feel good too. And yeah. it's, it set them up for a life, a lifetime of, you know what, knowing how to cook, knowing how to do stuff for yourself. Um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And it's not never too, you know, I don't think you're ever too young. I mean, they're not responsible. You're, you're still the mom. You're still responsible for a whole bunch of stuff. But you know what? To give an hour to cleaning a week, that's not too much to ask for a child, from a kid. And that they want to do it and pitch in, that's even better. Yeah. Well, so and kudo, that means you're a great mom. And it helps us all out because it, it does. makes me less of a wreck. Like I'm a train yep. wreck by Saturday mornings most times. And, you know, the fact that I asked the kids for help. And that was another thing, Frankie, I just wanted to share with anybody listening today. You know, in examining a household, why is it my responsibility to do all this? Why do I feel mm -hmm. like I need to ask for help? It's like we should all be pitching in. Like I had, I changed that mindset this year um, because we're a team. Yep. Yep. You are a team. And, and many hands makes lights work. So why should you do all of it? There's yeah. no reason for you to have to do it all. Absolutely I, not. I think I was punishing myself too. Yeah. Well, you felt guilty and you think it's mo people, you know, society told you it's your job to do it. Right? right. And, and it's not, you can pay somebody to do it or you can all do it or everyone can pitch in. They all live there. They use the same stuff you use. You know what? Everybody, everybody pitches in and it's not difficult then. It's, no. It makes it easy for, you know, because then Saturday comes Saturday afternoon. Hey, mom, can we do this? Can you do that? You go, I can't. I'm tired. I'm pooped. Well, I'm, that's, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you like, are you in my living room? Because <laughs> yeah. when I would, you know, I would get up at five in the morning so I could be done by 10 so we could go to soccer. And then they're like, hey, mom, let's watch it. We call it a family movie. Let's watch a family movie like Iron Man or whatever. And I would fall asleep like two minutes in and. You know, Zachy had said one time to the court, he's like, I'm so sad that my mom is tired all the time. And he goes, I really Aww. feel bad she's tired all the time. And, you know, that resonated with me. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I've really worked hard so that I'm not tired when they want to do things that, that more intact families do, I'll say. 
Well, and not even intact families do that. So here's here's a wonderful thing. You are going to take your 60 to 80 hours. You're paring it down to, you know, 25 to 40 hours. You're going to have a lot of time and energy to give to your kids now when you want to. Right. right. And be when present you want to more, rather than like and be mapping. present. Exactly. So, you know, you're going you can manifest that new life for yourself. The The new thought is, you know. And this is, this is one of the things that I've done. Like you did your vision board and you can redo your vision board the same way that you did it before by cutting out pictures and, and words and things that, you know, or you can put it on your computer. When when I, um, I live in a log home and I wanted to live in a log home and it's a beautiful log home and I found one online and I put it on my screensaver and every day, and th- this is the other part of the law of attraction. Yes, you, you, you want to consciously attract what you want, but you have to have gratitude and you have to think about it in the present state. So you've already got it. Even though you don't have it in your head, you have to, and you have to believe this with your, with your whole being. Um, you know, thank you, universe, for bringing me my log home. And if you can't believe that, then you can believe, thank you for, you know, being in the, in the, um, uh, the mode of attracting my log home. Or thank you for, you know, for, for being, in, 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 in the process. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you for being in the process of bringing me my log home. So I would look at this every day and I go, oh, it's so beautiful. I love you so much. I can't wait till, you know, I furnish it and all of this. And, you know, the universe does take its time sometimes. You're not going to get everything the day that you ask for it because there's a whole lot of strings that need to be pulled and, and you know, pieces of puzzles that need to go here and there and everywhere. But within, I would say within um, a year and a half, I had my home and I had almost the exact home that I saw I had on my screensaver. Wow. Well, that's funny because I, I put a screen, not a screensaver, but I put a, a, what do you call it? When you put a picture up on your computer, like the background. Yeah, the background. Yeah. It's like where I want to live next. Like I want to be able to see the water. I want to be able to, you know, feel the breeze and there's like a flag in there and it's like, you know, blowing. So it's, you know, um, but I look at that every day and think about, okay, that's where I'm going. I don't really know how to get there, but. Well, that's, that's, you know, the opposite of where you are now because you're kind of in desert, right? I'm but, in a mountain desert community, yeah. Which is beautiful. Uh, maybe this will be your, your summer home or your winter home. Maybe this will be your new permanent residence. But you put it up there and you're going to manifest that. So you're going to manifest, you know, the kind of house that's on the lake that has a sailboat that has, you know, the whatever it is, uh, extremities that you want there. And you look at that and you go and be grateful that that's where you're going to be living next. You can't wait, you know. Yeah, looking forward to it. And that's going to come. It's going to come and you'll be so surprised when it does. And, and, and the way maybe it'll be the guy that you meet that has this place. Who knows? Right. Wouldn't that be great? And I could it's not your job to figure it out. This that's the beauty of the law of attraction. It's not your job to figure out how it happens. Your job is just to receive it with gratitude. The universe figures out how it happens. So when we come back from break, I want to ask the question, so then why am I so compulsive with my list making and my planning? Like, where does all that fit into the manifestation process? Or do they sit side by side? We're going to come back from the break with Frankie Picasso to talk about where the type A personality list making marries with manifestation. We'll be back after the break. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's marching down the Did you hear about Wesley, the golden retriever puppy from Michigan that was fitted with braces? Before you think this is a bonafide insanity, Wesley was born with teeth that were so crooked he couldn't shut his mouth all the way. This was affecting his ability to eat properly. So his owners took him to the Harborfront Hospital for Animals and Veterinary Dental Solutions, where a doggy orthodontist prescribed him a set of braces. And now, pictures of Wesley smiling with his bright, shiny braces have been circling the Internet. With all that metal wrapped around their teeth, some would think that most dogs would become bruxomaniacs, but not Wesley. He doesn't mind the braces at all and is now able to eat his food with gusto. A bruxomaniac is someone with an uncontrollable urge to grind their teeth. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. We're back with Frankie Picasso, and we're going to demystify something. I went, Frankie, to this Franklin Planner, Stephen Covey, planning seminar like 20 years ago in Salt Lake City, a whole week on planning. And it was really good because it really did help me plan and organize my life. And I've gotten a lot of the things that I wanted through sheer determination and planning. But this new manifestation skill, like where does that fit into, like, do I just sit around all day and daydream? Because if I daydream about this stuff, how is it ever going to physically happen? And where does my part fit in? Like, where does my planning and scheduling and all these things fit into the manifestation process? Good question. Well, no, I mean, you could sit around and dream. But remember, I told you this before break that it doesn't, it's not our job to figure out how it's going to happen. It's going to happen because we're doing it the right way. So, but the list, this is what's really good about the list, because you do want to go and read about what you want every single day, because the more it's present, remember what you give your energy, attention and focus to is going to show up in your life. Remember? Mm -hmm. So the more you give energy, attention and focus to the good things that you want, the quicker they're going to happen for you. So, so you have this list and you're going over your list every day and, and you're, you know, um, looking at your list and you're going, okay, that's gone or I'm going to make this a priority. So now I'm going to focus on this more because this is what I'm really wanting. I decided um, and you're going to give your energy, attention and focus to that now. So lists are good. You want to be able every single day because you have to look at this list every single day. You have to look at your vision board or you have to look at your screensaver or your written list and go, yeah, I'm giving my energy, attention and focus to the things that I want in my life. So 
it's on my list. If it's not on my list, I'm not going to think about it. So the interesting thing about the list is it's hard to put the past on the list. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I, I just finally mastered staying present. I wouldn't say I mm -hmm. mastered it, but I'm better than I was. And, right. you know, I used to be very fearful of the future and kind of cringy about the past to use my kids, you know, 10 year old slang. Sure. Um, when you make lists, you stay present and future. Right. Like you don't need to live in the past anymore because we're, you know, we're moving, we live forward. We don't live backward. So, so it's all about going forward and yeah, the list is going to keep you present and it's going to keep you identifying what it is that you want. When we started the call, you go, I don't know what I want, but you do know what you want. You want to live in a house by the water. You want to cut down on the hours. You want to meet a fantastic guy who's going to give you and your kids attention and focus. You want to uh, be, you know, write, start writing romance novels again. You want to, uh, you know, get sponsors and, and advertisers for the show so you don't have to work so hard. Those are things that you want. You do have clarity. So that's what's going to go on your list. This is what I want to manifest for my life. That's what's going to go on your vision board. That's what's going to go on your written list. And if something comes, then you can take it off the list and add something new. Or you can reorganize re, uh, that list so that, you know, some things are more of a priority than others. Well, and I think, you know, that's what really, you know, this, this, this show has taught me. You know, we really walked through some of the, the big issues of, of clarity and manifestation because I hear those words all the time used but like getting clarity this could be done with a coach or this could be done with a friend if two friends yep. listen to today's recording and kind of jotted down some of the points here you know this is a good prototype for for getting clarity and figuring out what you want because you're right at the beginning I was thinking eh, I don't really know what I want but you know what I really do I just had to dig a little bit that's it. And that's, that's what coaching is all about. Because as coaches, we believe that our, our clients have the answers. We have the questions. And sometimes people go, I don't know. I don't know. And you go, well, just answer it. Give me an answer, any answer. Because usually that answer is a metaphor anyway for what you want. And, and you just have to believe that the first thing out of your mouth is what you want, right? Well, um, and you can feel it. Like, you know, when you yeah. ask me a question and, you know, if I, if I, your voice like, dropped down, uh, right. Or I start to laugh. Like, no, that's yeah. like, you know, like, I feel like I'm fooling myself. Like I can't even yeah. fool myself to say it out loud, whether I'm on the radio or just in a conversation, like it just sounds stupid. It doesn't sound like me, you know? So I think if right. we, you know, we take some of this time and where does journaling fit into this? Like, um, you know, I, I've read some of these books about the morning pages, you know, and I'm mm -hmm. going to try that this week. I tried it a, a year ago, but my I was just too busy in the morning to write my morning pages. And then I'd fall asleep on my night pages. Um, and the morning pages thing is, is to sit down and just write three pages in your journal or whatever every morning when you wake up. That's assuming you don't have someone sleeping on you, throwing up in your bed <laughs> or, you know, letting the dog eat the defrosted uh, chicken on the counter, which all happened this week, by the way. Yeah, um, nice. Well, your evening journal should be your gratitude journal, right? It should be, you know, what the thing, be present, what you're grateful for. You're grateful for, you know, the house on the lake that's coming. You're grateful for the hours, you know, the last hours. You're grateful for all of that stuff. The morning journal, the that free flow writing um, is, is supposed to, you don't even supposed to think about it. You're just supposed to start writing and whatever it could be. It's garbage, 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 garbage. And then eventually, you know, half a page down or two pages in, um, things come out that you're not even expecting, and 
you go, oh, wow, that's what's that's what's really been on my mind or that's what I really want or that's interesting. I didn't know I thought about that. Um, and, and it's just a free form writing and without any, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Sandra, uh, judgment. Right, or know? pretense, yeah. Yeah, pretense or, or thought. You don't want to think. Or intention, right. You're... Yeah, you just want to write. And it could just be, you know, like I said, this is stupid, 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 this is stupid. Oh, there's a really handsome guy. There's a really handsome guy. Oh, you know, and, and don't think about it. Just just write. And it, something will come out and, it, and it'll probably be very profound. And it could be that you've downloaded it from the universe. The universe maybe had a message for you. You didn't know. Who knew? Um, and, and they tell you something and you go, oh, that's really cool. Or, you know, you had a message inside you that you needed to get out. Well, that's the other thing that I, I'm trying is these these morning conversations with myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I interview myself each morning. And, you know, like I'm making the kids lunches. I'm getting the school books together, the backpacks, all these things are like today. They're going on vacation with their dad. So there was like two hours in the morning where I was prepping everything and ready and getting them ready. So in my head during this time, I started interviewing myself like I was my own life coach. Yeah. And it was like, okay, Stan, what's the most important things you have to do today? And I'm like, oh, okay. I wrote down my list. And then I'm like, okay, you know, what's really important, you know, that you, you do for yourself today. And, you know, I kind of went through these different things. Um, and it was amazing how you can talk to yourself in your own head without getting that monkey chatter. Like yeah. You, you can really have these conversations with yourself. And I actually ask myself questions like I hear when I do radio interviews, like I'll listen to you when you make a comment or you ask me a question or things. I'll hear somebody else's voice pop in my head and ask mm-hmm. myself that question. But all that requires you to be quiet. And that's... Yeah. Like I no TV, no phone. You know, I shut the Direct TV off. I love Direct TV, but I shut it off in May. It will not go on till September. Um, there's just so much noise. And where does noise fit in with manifestation? It's it's got to interrupt it, like static. Well, absolutely, it does. And and here's here's the thing. Uh, you know, when we talk about the coaching show, we can talk a bit more about it. But a lot of people don't hear the chatter. You know, we, I, I have what I call a member of the board in my head. You know, there's a bunch of people in there and they all have a role and they all have something to say. And, you know, one, one is very mean. He goes, oh, you're so fat, Frankie. Why don't you do something about it? You know, why don't you? And, and there's all those voices. And so, we hear those ones loud and clear. But we don't always hear the ones that say, gee, you're really smart. What a clever girl you are. Or, you know, oh. wow, look what you did. You should be very proud of that. And, and so those are those voices. And then there's a the voice. Um, in, in the book, I give a description of you just very quickly without even thinking, you just spilt milk all over the counter. What what are you saying to yourself right now? Uh-oh. You say, uh-oh? I yeah. say, you stupid bitch or something. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 a lot of people would. Oh, you're so dumb or you're so, you know, those, those that's the first one. Then you, then you, you know, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? You, um. You wipe it and, 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 and or filter it, and then you go, oh, okay, uh-oh. But the very first one, the very first thought. Well, I'm like, uh-oh, somebody's going to be mad. Like, uh-oh, mom's going to be yeah, mad. Uh-oh, yeah, husband, yeah. ex-husband's going to be mad. Or like, uh, yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. So, but there, there's an initial, and, and you have to be quick to catch it. 
and you have to be, you know, look for it. Uh, but we all have that. And so when people haven't been able to hear those those voices or, or you know, be present, be the onlooker in their head, um, I say, take a, take put on a CD. And in that CD, start to um, just take out, you know, just hear the guitar line, hear the drums, hear the sax, hear the piano, hear the bass line. When you can separate all of that, that's when you can go in your own head and start to separate all those, you know, the voices. And sometimes it's really interesting. Whose voice did I just hear? Because it wasn't mine. Well, yeah. Sometimes I hear my ex-husband. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes I hear my older sister or my younger brother, like, or my mom or my dad. Like, I, it's their words. It's their, it sounds It's their like words, they're... their tone, their thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that we can learn to get rid of because we don't need that. You know what? Like that, if it's negative, if it's positive, great. But if it's a negative for you, you know what? You can just get rid of that now. You don't have to, you don't have to hear that anymore. Well, and I think uh, it's good you brought that up that it's not always negative. Like my mom passed on a couple of years ago and I hear her in my head and she's like, a girl, you go girl. All right, come on, Stan, you can do this. Like, I believe in you. Like when I was running the breast cancer marathon uh, yeah. a couple of years back, I was so tired, Frankie, and I didn't have much to go. And there was like a downhill part of it. And then, you know, coming up to Dodger Stadium and I was so tired and I heard her just go, go, Stan, go, go, Stan, go. Like I could hear her like, and I thought she was right behind me it was a little nice. creepy so maybe yeah. she was right behind me but she was so loud in my head just keep going San I you I can see you you can do this like just keep going and that wasn't me that wasn't I don't know who it was I think it was my mom yeah it was your mom and and so that was great and that was the encouragement that you needed and at the right time and that that you would hear it is you know shows that that, that you listen to what's going on in your head um, but sometimes we listen to the negative voices too much. And that's when we get, you know, when people experience depression and suicide and things like that, because they're hearing they're hearing something that, that's horrible, you know, that they don't need to hear that it might not be them. And and if it is them, then they can change that because people say, how do you how do you get to be happy? Change your thought. That's it. In a nutshell, Frankie Picasso, thank you for being my guest today. I'm so excited. Always, always, always to do shows with you because I walk away learning so much. Uh, for Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, this is Powered Up Talk Radio. We'll be back again next week. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and